another episode of Those Three Dudes. Chris. I'm Dave. <laughs> I know. That was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> and John? John? I said I'm John. Oh, I didn't even oh. hear you. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> I was too quiet. Uh, so yeah, as as you can hear or see if you're on the live stream, uh, we have Chris joining us tonight. Hello. From uh, the uh, Aurora Borealis. Oh yeah. Of Northern Michigan. <laughs> uh so uh how's everybody doing today not too bad good all right john had some it? uh camera issues earlier it's all that only fans shooting that he does i mean the ca- the quality of his camera and his setup gets better every week so it's the only thing i can think of yeah yeah mm-hmm. as you can see he has backlighting now i see that <laughs> We're waiting for the big LEDs all over as the a, place. <laughs> as, a, as a special butthole glow. Whoa. One of those butthole plugs that's got the LED it's on a it. Special butthole. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Glad it wasn't me this time. <laughs> yep. Amber and I, I bought trying. a couch today. I was turning Ooh. on Twitch on my phone. Couch our yeah, our couches are they're super old. Like not super old. They're nice couches, but they're just you starting to break down. You wore out the couches. We did. They're starting to break down and they're they're like the ones that have the recliners in them. So the oh. cushions are starting to sink <laughs> and when you lay on them, you're laying across the board. So we went into um rooms to go today because we want a sectional and we're looking for these sectionals and shit and uh we found one, we sat down on it, and the guy comes up, he's like, it's got this huge, like, we thought it was an ottoman yeah. in the middle of it, and the sales guy comes up, and he's like, hey, you want to see the cool thing about this couch? I'm like, yeah, sure, and he gra- he's like, move your feet, so I pick my feet up, and he grabs a little strap on it, and the fucking ottoman tucks into the couch, and there's a storage container under the chase. Well, god damn. So yeah, I got a place to put my guns now. <laughs> I have a living room gun. I'm not going to tell the kids about it. Guns and snacks. That's what's going in there. Guns and snacks. <laughs> of course, she said right in front of the guy too. She's like, "Hey, we could put the AK in there." <laughs> nice. I've never, I've never been more in love in my entire life. <laughs> have you christened it yet? Oh, we haven't got it. Um, we had to order it. It'll be delivered sometime between now and May 6th. Jesus. Yeah, well, they, I have a final go on the on the old one. Yeah, the I'm center for springs. The, the center half of the couch is apparently on a delay. So, like the actual big part that you sit on is on a delay. They have the chase and they have the smaller portion of it, but they didn't have the the longer portion yet. So we had to put an order in for it. But that's all right. It gives us time to rearrange and get matching end tables and lamps and shit. And of course she wants floofy pillows. Do all the domesticated stuff, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh what was I gonna say? Oh I got so shameless plug. Suck less paintball. I got a new shirt today. 
paintball sponsor for my team this year. So nice. Yep. Don't suck pb.com. Trying to get them at work to uh, train us all on the pepperball launcher. Ah, That's the last them. thing you need. Oh, yeah. No. That's the first thing we need. Just, just buy some pepperballs pepper in the freezer. Huh? Just buy some pepperballs. You pepper put balls. the pepperballs in the freezer before oh, you shoot them. The no, because yeah. they don't freeze. They're no, oil. They, have, they yeah. actually become more brittle if you put them in the freezer, and what'll happen is they'll explode in the gun. Yeah. Yep. And and you don't want CS to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but just buy the balls. You can buy them online. Oh no, I know. I'm just talking about for work purposes. Just buy them and just hose down your neighbor <laughs> next time they piss you off or something. My immediate neighbors are pretty cool. Well, the one that you always complained about, like across the street or whatever it was. That... Oh, they're gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're gone now. Fair enough. Um, the uh, so the guy that's directly across the street from me. He bought the little house. Um, you know, the little white one. No, honestly, all the houses on your street look the same to me. So oh. I'm I'm trying to picture must be like 10 feet smaller or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> no, this one's like most most of the houses on our, our street are about two thousand square feet. Yeah. Um Jesus. And then well, they're one. they're all really old houses, and they're yeah. all, I mean, right almost in the heart of, in the heart of town. Yep. But then there's one that's right on the middle of the block. That's shit, probably 800 square feet. Uh, um, I can't and picture uh, it. and I just drove past your house today, so yeah, I was, was mooning it the whole way too. Good. Probably wasn't home. Thought you were. I thought I saw your vehicle in the driveway, but I might be missing. Is it two or just one? I thought there were two, but maybe I okay. maybe uh, maybe not. I can't remember now. Who knows? Who knows? Um. Anyway, yeah the uh, the guy that owned the little house he um neglected it. Wasn't uh taking care of it had renters in there the um furnace went out and he didn't replace it all winter um and then the something happened with the plumbing and there was sewage rising up through the sidewalk in front of their house um and so the city came out ripped that all up replaced all that and then placed it on based the bill on his taxes and so he ended up losing it because he couldn't afford to pay that um and so the other neighbor ended up buying the house fixing it up and uh he now rents it out that's cool though yeah <laughs> You know, the other guy owned four of the houses on the block and has since lost all four. Yeah. He was a great landlord. Huh? Oh, yeah. 
So, shall we get into it, guys? Let's get into it. Okay, so some current mm-hmm. events. So, Texas uh, bill has been filed in the Texas House to uh, uh, possibly uh, put up a vote to the people of Texas to break away from the United States and secede, um, which may be harder than maybe harder but there is another thing that uh um i had brought to my attention at one point uh that technically there is a slight little clause from when uh texas was annexed into the united states that would allow them to break up into as many as five separate states whenever they want to yep although the uh, Congress is trying to say no, no. There's, there's no pre-approval for that. But the wording does make it sound quite a bit like it, there is. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a topic that's on everybody's mind right now. Um, and it's not just you know Texas; it, it's the it's the whole national divorce, which isn't. It's not. It's not going to be. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last week. You know, it's not going to be. Oh, the South and the North, or the East and the West. This is going to go to exactly what we talked about when the United States goes back to what it was meant to be, yep. which is a number of freestanding states, not under federal rule, yep. not under a federal government. I mean, look at was Idaho right now. That's that's um, well, working to working to swallow parts of Oregon because Oregon wants to go. Yeah, east eastern eastern Oregon and eastern Washington want to jump. Want to be yeah, want to be part of the of Greater Idaho. Yep. Yep. Which, which I mean, that's, they they could possibly do it because it's not technically making another state. It's being absorbed by a yep. state. Yeah, wasn't it like the something? Cascadia or some shit like that. I, I yeah. can't remember what the what the yeah. name is that they're now going by. Um, yeah, it's it, so this is all this is all going to be built up to the net or to a national divorce, and it's just going to take one state to to kick it off. Yep. Where you've got multiple regions that are sick and tired of what's going on. Well, and and another thing that's been brought up is if Texas wanted to break into five separate states. And especially with as red as Texas is, that could cause the Democrats yeah. to uh, not ever be able to. Because right the, from the from the wording, Texas is the last state added to the union that would have that ability. And Correct. California is not old enough to do that. California was added after Texas was annexed so the the actual wording says no state after this point would have that ability yep that's a whole lot of states prior to texas yeah (laughs) it's a whole lot of fucking states (laughs) yep yeah because i think Mm -hmm. i think texas was 28th i want to say something like that yeah so there's Mm -hmm. like 27 states technically i think michigan was one of them that could yep all your east coast states well, everything from everything from New York down to South Carolina. Well, yes and no, because what what was it? Because they also had to hit hit like a population. Yeah. Um, 
quota and stuff. And Texas is about the only one of them that actually Texas and I think New York are about the only ones that. Which is weird because I don't know if you've ever driven through Texas. Um, <laughs> it seems like there's only like three fucking people who live there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Two of them are lizards and one of them is George Bush. It's weird. <laughs> but still, ninth largest standing army in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that doesn't mean anything. No, Pepsi had the, the third largest navy for a while. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I still want my jet Pepsi. <laughs> did I miss something? You didn't know that? Uh, Pepsi, uh, was it Pepsi? Yeah, Pepsi at one point Pepsi. had, um, it was like the third or fifth largest or largest standing Navy in the world because Russia gave them a whole bunch of decommissioned retired um, naval craft to sell Pepsi in Russia. So one point, actually, I'll look it up and tell you exactly what they had. Hold on. Um, it, it's quite impressive. So the Pepsi naval naval fleet, uh, <laughs> where is it at? Here it was in 1989, and they had they became the sixth largest navy in the world. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. What the what the hell did Pepsi do with all of them? I want. I think they still have them. Um. So the. Let's see. Russia gave them. I should just do a topic on this one night, but uh, seventeen submarines, a cruiser, a frigate, and a destroyer. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, love it. Pepsi. Pepsi uh, traded the rights um, to sell in Russia for seventeen Soviet submarines. <laughs> A frigate, a cruiser, and a destroyer. And they were the sixth largest standing navy in the world. God bless America. <laughs> that is capitalism. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look right it up. <laughs> look it up. It's real. I, did, I, I swear to you, I did not make that up. That is, that is a legitimate historical fact about Pepsi. It was in 1989. And it wasn't it was about that time too where they did the uh, the jet giveaway too, right? Yeah, something yes. like that. <laughs> was did they Holy. give them any any old MIGs? And that's <laughs> what the jet giveaway was. I can't remember what the jet giveaway was. Probably. I remember hell. Um let me look it up quick. I, I remember I remember something about it, but I couldn't <laughs> I just want to know, is there like 17 nuclear subs that are somewhere out in the ocean that are just covered with the Pepsi logo or something? So, so first off, they're, they're Soviet, so they were still diesel. Oh, yep. that's true. <laughs> so, Pepsi was proud. probably like, we don't want to sacrifice a crew to like all the diesel fumes and, <laughs> and everything. So it was in 1996 that they did the uh, uh, Pepsi law. Yeah, the, they launched the Pepsi Points promotion. It was a $23 million jet. Uh, college student John Leonard uh, took the challenge seriously and launched a plan to get the prize. Um, he attempted to claim the prize. Yeah. Pepsi told him no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pepsi's like, we don't actually have this jet. No. Yeah. And, I want uh, my elephant. He claimed that the 70 million points would allow him 
uh, a Harrier jet worth about twenty three million. Uh, um, only problem. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that now. <laughs> yeah. Because didn't they have the jet like flying in a couple commercials or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome so moving on so silicon silicon valley bank crashes and silicon valley bank was one of the largest banks in the u.s who who ever saw that coming uh the funny things that i read was uh they had an a rating credit score by i can't remember the actual like um yeah i heard there was inside a trading selling selling um shares a couple of weeks before this happened shocker but three days three days prior to it (laughs) they still had an a an a rating uh credit wise for their um their establishment And then they crashed, and the FDIC took them over. Yeah, it was like one day between they're trying to sell off assets, and then the next day the FDIC showed up and said, "Guess Uh, what? We're going to take that bull." Two billion dollars, I believe, is what they in the rest. Yeah, yeah. People lined up outside their outside their branches to you know pull their money out. I think oh, this man. was 1929. I mean, all I'm saying, people, is um, don't trust banking establishments. And and then after after that, I can't remember who it was. Like some big financial guys, like J.P. Morgan is is a fortress. Like they can't go down the same road. Yeah, yeah, like they're safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, you know the federal government is is dwindling our money away with inflation, and now the banks are crashing. Probably looking, you probably should look to diversify into air, other areas: gold, silver, Bitcoin. Uh, you know, copper, jacketed lead. Uh, I prefer scalps. Scalps, yeah, ears, ears. Yeah, ears, ears work. That's a good those. Yeah, um, it's just it's one of those things. Like we've been talking about it happening for a while, and oh, yeah. here it is. Yep. Yeah. And here uh, it is. Um, it's also probably a telltale sign that almost all of the stable coins in the crypto space. Stable coins, meaning you know they're not supposed to deviate much more than like a penny or two pennies off of the U.S. dollar, all dropped around ninety or below cents. Uh huh. <laughs> the same time. Hmm. Uh, Amber says that uh, Bitcoin is the best way to get scammed and to look at FTX. <laughs> <laughs> and to get <laughs> and to look at FTX or yeah. no uh, Bitcoin yeah, yeah. Bitcoin is the one that that can't be gone after by the federal government because there's it's the only one that can't be 
charged as a security. At this uh, well, who was it? Somebody just brought a bill or just signed a bill to prevent the federal government from uh, dipping their hands in crypto. Uh, I don't know, but South Dakota just vetoed a bill. Uh, the governor is the South or North? The the very outspoken uh, woman governor out there. I can't remember if she's South. Whitma? No. <coughs> no, that's our uh, club. It's no, Michigan. We're, we're, we're talking about a governor that's actually got balls and actually is. Marjorie Taylor Greene. But uh, oh, she's just a senator. Yeah, she is a senator. Yeah, but so. she she vetoed the bill. Her veto stick is it's a hot brand. Yep, it says veto the stuff, and it was something that um, it was a bill I think that recognizes Bitcoin as cash or legal tender or something in the state. She's like, hmm. this is just cave. This is just. Uh, paving the way for uh, central bank digital currency and stuff. Yep. And she vetoed it. Speaking of speaking of bills getting turned over, this seems like a good segue. <laughs> a federal judge in Missouri this week uh, determined that Missouri's bill um, denying the federal government any rights to Second Amendment infringement in the state of Missouri. Uh, was in and of itself unconstitutional. So in other words, the bill to rein in the federal government was deemed un- or unconstitutional by the federal government. The federal government, yeah. If that's not foreshadowing. Yeah. But there are Red states Google that do Google have Google. Second Amendment protection uh, laws. Missouri, like Missouri is one of them. Montana, uh, most of the counties in North Carolina our second Florida, amendment sanctuaries or sanctuaries Florida uh, passed one so did texas yep uh, but when the federal government starts coming around and saying that oh you can't do that that's unconstitutional tell me in what fucking aspect is passing a law to protect the constitution unconstitutional yeah right that that is going to get to the supreme court it absolutely is that and it's it, it absolutely is, and a judge will lose. Yep. Big oh, yeah. time. Somebody's going to get pee-pee slapped. <laughs> oh, yeah, the judge is going to lose that fight. Oh, yeah. Sure. And that's going to pave the way for other states to fall in line. Except for Michigan, apparently, because, you know. Yeah, well. I, I love how they, so there were quite a few of us union members that like spoke up saying you know what uh supposedly i mean most of us are most of us don't vote what the union says anyways because the union's mouth is so covered in a democrat dick that we don't listen to them but anyways uh a bunch of us spoke up about you know uh, you're gonna screw over union or union members' rights to to firearms and stuff. Uh, we'll make sure you'll never be reelected ever again. So then, randomly, they add the repeal to right to work onto the bill with the universal background check. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gay rights. Hmm. Oh, figured. Weird. I never heard anything about that coming down. 
And then suddenly the day of the vote, they're like, hey, we're going to repeal right to work. Awesome. So mm-hmm. the unions, the unions are protected. Yeah. So previous guest and uh, friend of the show, Vince, is in the chat. Um, he mentioned something I want to at least shed some light on. He said, just like the bozos who were telling you to buy silver because big silver is shorting silver. When we talk about purchasing gold and silver, it's more so so that way you have something tangible in your hand that is worth something. We're not telling you to buy up all the silver because that's going to save you in the long run. It's not going to. But when our currency does inevitably crash and is not even it's, it's already not worth the paper it's printed on. Yeah. But there's nothing backing it. So when our when our currency does inevitably crash you have something in your hand that you can trade for the shit you need. And that's what we refer to when we say buy gold, buy silver. Yeah. Buy copper, buy bronze, whatever you can, something is worth something. And you're, you're talking, you're talking about two metals that have been considered, uh, monetary for monetary purposes for the last 3000 years too. So and I mean, I've got a garage full of catalytic converters. <laughs> so you got all kinds of platinum. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm set for life. <laughs> so you're the meth heads that's cutting them all off. <laughs> like I said, copper jacketed lead is also a great investment. Well, you know where you guys know where the term uh, shot came from, right? As far as like a shot of whiskey, because uh, that's how much. It- it cost you one cartridge because uh, because oh. be, because it, a cartridge was re- or was roughly twelve cents. Yeah, and that's how much a shot of whiskey cost was about twelve cents. So it wasn't uncommon for people to pay bartenders with a forty-five long cold. Yeah, to get a shot of whiskey. So yes, copper jacketed lead is very very useful. I mean, and especially if the monetary system crashes. I mean, what has gone up so much in price and value in the last 10 years and has not gone down? Anybody? Anybody? (laughs) (laughs) I was at a sporting goods store the other day and the same boxes of 500 rounds of 22 that I bought uh, eight years ago for... Ten dollars, twenty bucks. Going, yeah, going, yeah, are going for over fifty dollars a box, right? Mm-hmm. And it is the most cheap, disposable twenty-two ammo out on the market. The hell were you buying that from? I can go to Dunham's or uh, Dick's over here and get them for. I get CCM for fifteen bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the Dunham's here in town has the uh, you know the big have, buckets of twenty-two. Uh-huh. Well. They have they had those for, I want to say that was like forty bucks. It sounds an awful lot like somebody's. Um, it was Dun- jacket up was, the cost of their ammo. It was the Dunham's near town that really had boxes of five hundred Thunderbolts for fifty dollars. Wow, really? That's crazy. Yeah. Two weeks ago, yeah. when I went in there looking at looking for a shot shell. Yeah, I get yeah, C- I, was... I get CCM down here for like fifteen bucks. Damn. So oh wait, wait! Forty nine ninety nine. My bad. Forty. Yeah. yeah, you know, because that makes a difference. 
Yeah, they anyway. had the uh, the Remington buckets in there the last time I was in there. Which what are those like? Two thousand rounds, something like that. Uh, fourteen hundred. Something okay. Anyway, they had those for like forty bucks last time I was in there. Yeah, I, I would have. That's a pretty good price because that's like a that was. They weren't that cheap when I worked there fifteen years ago. So. So they must have been run some kind of special then. I must run some kind of special because I remember when they first started carrying them there, they were like uh, on sale for like seventy dollars. They had the uh, oh, they had the two twenty three and nine mil ones too. Yes, they didn't. They didn't have those. Were significantly more expensive. Hey, look. Yeah, have a look at this. Oh, it's John's bowl. Five thousand rounds. Three hundred forty-six dollars and fifteen cents. Seven cents round for arms core. For arms core. <laughs> Trash. I I don't think I've ever shot their twenty-two. Well, maybe I have. The only thing of theirs I've shot is three hundred blackout and did not care for it. Anyway. Anyways, moving on. So Mexican cartel, uh, last week was it? They last week the Gulf Cartel kidnapped and killed two Americans and then immediately apologized four Americans, sorry, and then immediately apologized and handed over the five cartel members that did it. Yep. Yeah, they didn't they only killed two of them. Uh, um, two of them are still alive. Are they the? Oh, maybe it, four kidnapped. They're, they kidnapped yeah. four, killed two. Yep. Immediately apologized and I handed over the five enough. members that did it. Yep. It's like, a, oh, we fucked up. We somebody, up somebody oh, didn't yeah. want no smoke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the U.S. isn't going to do anything about that. That's their biggest pharmaceutical rep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Another way to launder money too. Yeah, I just found it. I found it worth noting because we know my history with such things. Um, that uh, <laughs> they immediately said, uh, "Fuck, guys, uh, that was an accident. We're so sorry. Here's the guys that did it. Like, don't, don't fuck us up." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we have. Well, we'll we'll go into this topic request how much how much does norfolk southern cover in u.s territory 22 states isn't it 22 states 19.5 thousand miles of track and i actually actually have the map there's a norfolk southern uh uh train car in downtown burlington it's weird it's the first time i've ever seen one upright (laughs) <laughs> okay and I, and I just closed the damn tab that i had the fucking map up. usually usually i see them after they've been tired and they lay down for a little bit yep. <laughs> did you see the uh there's another one it was a carrying propane that tipped or that uh, they, derailed in florida they've had three mm-hmm. in a week mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean we've already I'm I'm eager to see his press con the CEO's press conference. Just supposed to be it was supposed to be in the last couple of days. He was supposed to do a press conference about 
Norfolk Southern in there. Uh, constant train derailments. Yeah, be, I'll be interested to see what excuses he throws out, or when he tells, or when he when he hints at the truth and wakes up suicide the next day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is their train lines. <clears throat> this is their tracks right here. I, I'm assuming that this is a current derailment right here. <laughs> I, I figure. I, well, I thought that was gray. I thought the red were there, or the pink one was the only usable set of tracks they have right now. Oh, that could be. That could be. <laughs> oh. no, there's nothing up in Ohio. Yeah, that's why I meant the gray is the uh, the gray are where all the derailments are. Yeah, that makes sense. A solid, solid assessment. I mean, it's. Yeah, I go all the way up into Lansing and Grand Rapids, up into Detroit, and they stop yep. because that's where the car manufacturers are. And looks like it's far out to. Kansas Jeff City. Kansas. Yeah. Kansas City. Maybe Topeka. Kansas are they in New Mexico? In, in New Dallas. Orleans. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah. Yep. Um, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Um, he didn't look uh, at all concerned with any of it um, because he knows he's safe no matter what he does or says. But well, until they find out he has information on Hillary. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, what are they really going to do to him? The, the country the country's in its downward spiral right now he's, he's most of the infrastructure of this country has been in place since um i want to say it was truman and yeah. uh yep. it hasn't been updated or upgraded much since no, I mean, look at the look at the rails for the L in Chicago that are rusting out at the base, and they just let it go. Yep. I mean, that's the city of Chicago's responsibility. That's local metro, but there's a city that needs to be wiped off the face of the earth. It would be pretty dope to be an 1800s railroad tycoon. It would be. Hell yeah. It would yeah. Have have my own full train. I mean, I've seen that you're going to have to pay me, Mister Oil Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Truman, so are you going to get into uh, Dave's history class? Yeah, we're going and, and we're going to do this a little bit differently. Where usually I pick um, individuals to to shed some light on, but we're going to talk a little bit about how we ended up where we are as a country. Um, we're going to, we're going to talk about how we ended up viewing the entire world as a public school and we were the principal. So picture this, um, we are post-World War One. uh, the entirety of Europe is in shambles. Um, we're fresh out of a, fresh out of a, a depression. We're fresh out of a second world war that left the parts of Europe that weren't in shambles in shambles. Um, and we have emerged unscathed 
um, and firmly seated as a world power. On March 12th, 1947, President Truman had announced to Congress he was enacting essentially what is known as the Truman Doctrine. Um, the Truman Doctrine, for those who don't know what that is, let me find this article here, uh, is an American foreign policy that pledges American support for democracy against authoritarian threats. The doctrine originated with the primary goal of containing Soviet geopolitical expansions during the Cold War. It was announced by Congress by President Harry S. Truman on March 12, 1947, and further developed on July 4, 1948, when he pledged to contain communist uprisings in Greece and Turkey. More generally, the Truman doc or Doctrine implied American support for other countries threatened by Moscow. It became the foundation of American foreign policy and led in 1949 to the formation of NATO, a military alliance that still exists. Historians often use Truman's speech to date um, the start of the Cold War. Truman told Congress it must be the policy of the United States to support free peoples who are resisting attempted subjugation by armed mi or, uh, minorities or outside pressure. Truman contended that because totalitarian regimes coerce free peoples, they automatically represented a threat to international peace and national security of the United States. Truman argued that if Greece and Turkey did not receive aid, they would inevitably fall to communism with grave consequences throughout the region. The Truman Doctrine was formally extended to become the basis of American Cold War policy throughout Europe and around the world. It shifted American for, or policy forward uh, toward the Soviet Union from a wartime alliance to a policy of containment of Soviet expansion. As advocated by diplomat George Keenan, it was distinguished from rollback by implement, or implement, implicitly tolerating the previous Soviet takeovers in Eastern Europe. So basically, the Truman policy is exactly how we ended up where we are right now. It is how we ended up dumping a shit ton of money into Ukraine. That is how we are ending up dumping a shit ton of money into Taiwan. Um, and inevitably, the Truman Doctrine is what is going to drive us into another world war with two nuclear powers. Because we can't keep our goddamn noses out of everybody else's business. And that's Dave's history class today. But really, I mean, we just need to keep you know, We don't technically have any kind of alliance with the Ukraine. Anybody who thinks the Cold War ended first off is, is naive. I'm not going to call them dumb. I'm not going to call them insane. I'm going to call you naive. The Cold War... Um, in the public eye ended in 1989 when uh, the wall came down. Um, but the Cold War never officially ended. There's always been there's always been a secret war with Russia. There's always been an expansion of military power to keep up with Russia. And if you look at every major conflict that we've ever been in, from World War II forward, there has been at some form Russian influence in the region. I mean, Vietnam, um, communist country, 
backed by Russia or backed by the Soviet Union. Uh, Korea, backed by the Soviet Union. Um, let's look at Afghanistan. Um, heavily backed. Not not when not when we were there, but it is a yeah. region that was heavily backed by the Soviet Union. That, that's that's why we had the proxy war, uh, where we were funding the Taliban and or and stuff. Because Correct. More recently, Syria, when we had troops on the ground um, and we had to be careful about who we engaged so that way we didn't engage Russian forces who were also on the ground in Syria. I know we do. Um, every conflict that we have been in has been with a country that either has or at some point had not necessarily Russia. Because uh, wasn't it wasn't it Iraq that we actually had Russian allies with us though in in Iraq? I know one of one of them. It was either Afghanistan or or Iraq. We actually had Russians with us on that on those on that one. Right there. You're, you actually, you know what? You're right, Vince. Um, and he did correct me on that, and I'll admit when I'm wrong. Vietnam was backed by the U.S., Chinese Communists in World War II. Um, to the French Indochina conflict, Ho Chi Minh actually loved America and Americans until we started to um, melt their faces with copious amounts of napalm. Um, but uh, yeah, I was I was incorrect on that one. I do apologize. Weren't the Russians paying the Chechens to go in in Afghanistan? And I I can't remember. I I just remember that uh there were like six countries going in with us on one of them and russia was one of the six was it actually russia or was it russian territory uh from what i remember it was it it was just listed as russia so okay yeah i i can't remember it was it was one of the conflicts i can't remember which one i mean but you get my point and yeah, everything that, that we have done it has been 90% of 90% of the engagements that we've had in the last 50 to 70 years have have had something to do with I mean ourselves. right down to right down to the disaster that was the bay of pigs yeah i mean everything everything we do is to try to keep us ahead of russia well and and the other part of that though is how much of it is legitimately uh, because of Russia, or is you know American politician propaganda just to keep the well? I mean, the, right okay. now that's what it is. Right now it's the the big bad Russians. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I just looked up the coalition of the willing, which we're we're talking about the two thousand three. Yes, the two thousand three okay. invasion. Yes, so. Afghanistan, Albania, Australia, uh, Azerbaijan, Bulgaria, Colombia, Czech Republic, Denmark, El Salvador, uh, Estonia, Ethiopia, Georgia, Hungary, Iceland, Italy, Japan, South Korea, Latvia, Lithuania, Macedonia, the Netherlands, Nicaragua, Philippines, Poland, Romania, Slovakia, uh, Spain, Turkey, the UK, and Uzbekistan. So a bunch of Russian, uh, a few Russian ter- or former Soviet territories. Yeah. Yeah. 
so basically what I'm basically what I was drawing attention to with that little piece is that um, if it weren't for the Truman document or uh, doctrine, we might be in a much better position than we are now. We sure as fuck wouldn't have NATO oh. controlling everything we do. Oh yeah, I mean that's oh show. That I mean, why should I? Why should I give a damn that if if China decides to bomb Germany tonight? Why should I care about that? Just because they're a NATO ally means that I now have to go deal with that. Yeah, that's the problem. Because why, they're NATO, why do I care? Because they're because they're a NATO ally. We're now in. We now have formal agreement where we have to go and defend them. That's that's a big reason why we really. The Ukraine has no business being in NATO. I mean, well, that's why that's why they're trying to push to get into NATO, so that way they can now say, "Oh, we were attacked." Yeah, you so have now to help you, us. Now you mm-hmm. have to go to war. And Amber, you're you're absolutely correct. We could be next, but there is a much better chance of us being next if we focus all of our forces into a country that doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to us. That's exactly how you open yourself up to this. You 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 back a NATO ally in a conflict. At that point, per the NATO agreement, they're now entitled to our entire fighting force. Yep. So we go on a full scale assault to back this NATO ally, and we leave everything else open. Because we're the largest, we're the largest armed forces. In the NATO alliance, and and that's why I firmly believe that isolationism is not a bad way for us to go right now. Nope. Fuck NATO, fuck this Pacific Pan Pacific. There would be no NATO if it wasn't for us. Yeah, we're funding the entire damn thing. Yeah, there wouldn't be a UN. We're funding the entire damn thing. We, there wouldn't be a World Health Organization because we're funding the entire thing. Which this, was this something. Pas- this Pacific Ally organization that the U.S. is trying to start, which is essentially NATO, but in the Pacific, wouldn't happen. Which, it was just pointed out, I'm trying to think, there was just some, well, actually, I don't know if it was just, just happened or, or not. Uh, let me see if I can find... Somebody, somebody had pointed out that uh, when I can't remember if it was the UN, somebody's they had a referendum or something. That, here we go. Friendly reminder that when the United Nations voted to declare food a human right, there was exactly one country in the world that voted against it, and that was the USA. Um, but the USA. Is the one who feeds the entirety of the world. Yes. So, you know, maybe if the U.S. just didn't do it, <laughs> I mean, right. that's the other thing. The U.S. is the U.N. I mean, they're. I mean, have, they're, have people just tried moving places where there's food? We're growing it themselves. You live in a desert. That's that's not a good place for food to grow. Move someplace where the food grows. That's that's racist. That is racist, Dave. Oh, not. What do you people, got there's people in California. There's people in California that live in the desert. You can't Cal- grow there. Cal- Move to where there's food. Arizona's mostly desert. Move to where there's food. Cal- California. 
people don't count for anything. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Commies aren't people. I'm yeah, done ran- um, I'm done ranting. <laughs> commies aren't people. Sorry, California. <laughs> you there. <laughs> what do you got for us, John? Okay. Famous Australian actors. Oh, Paul Hogan. Are we talking racist ones or non-racist ones? He's Paul Hogan's the only actor that's ever come out of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> that is I will true. find you and hurt you, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> that is where are any parcels coming from New Mexico? <laughs> You might want to put them in water first. <laughs> Jesus. Ah. Okay. Australia is a land of diverse and talented actors who have made the mark in Hollywood and beyond. From drama to comedy, from action to romance, these actors have shown their versatility and charisma on the big screen. Here are some of the most Australian famous actors. Kate Blanchett. She's been in Avatar, Blue Jasmine, and Carol. She is also known for her performances in Lord of the Rings trilogy, The Hobbit trilogy, and Thor Ragnarok. And Hugh Jackman. He's also... I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> oh, God. Um, in Minecraft. <clears throat> Hugh Jackman, a true star who can sing, dance, and act. Hugh Jackman has charmed audiences with his roles in movies such as Wolverine, Les Miserables, and The Greatest Showman. He has also the- played in... Famous for playing Wolverine in the X-Men franchise since 2000. And I did see a piece on the news last night. He's bulking up again to play Wolverine. In Deadpool 3. He's doing eight. What? Deadpool 3. Yeah, he's going to be in Deadpool 3. He's doing 8,000 calories a day. Jesus. That's, yeah. Um, maggot, maggot, M A G O T. Okay, Robbie, Margot Robbie, Margot. Yeah, a rising star <coughs> who impressed critics and fans alike with her roles in such. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah. do it that time. I didn't do it. Yes, Margot, did. Margot Robbie is Australian. I didn't know yeah. she was Australian. Hell yeah, she is. Uh, as such as I, Tonya, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bombshell. She is also known for playing Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey. Russell Crowe has won an actor and three Golden Globes for his roles in such movies as Gladiator, A Beautiful Mind, Cinderella Man, and also in L.A. Confidential and Master and Commander for the far side of the world and Les Miserables. And my favourite, Nicole Kidman. 
has won an Oscar and five Golden Globes for roles in such as The Hours, Moulin Rouge, Big Little Lies. She is also known for her performance in Wide Eyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Eyes Wide Shut, The Others, and Lion. And there's a lot of other ones also. And the most famous of all, Errol Flynn. In Robin Hood. Luke, you're about to give everybody a seizure. What are you doing? Who? Luke. Luke's screen was flashing. Ah. Sorry, I was reading. He was most likely trying to... He actually did. It's it's pretty much the only true story that you'll hear from us. <laughs> Except for Johnny Tarr, and that was true. Uh, Darcy's donkey's true. That's true as well. Uh, the fight in New Orleans is true. That was- <laughs> I said, no, no, I don't want to fight you. He goes, come on, and run. <laughs> My left foot. I have the... Called- what the hell are you doing? Weaponized autism. You guys are starting to take over country music too. You know that, right? Yeah. Because Keith Urban's Australian, and there's yep. this new kid, um, Morgan Wallen. Um, he's this, from Australia. He's Australian, dude. Are you serious? Yeah, I was listening to the local radio station down here the other day, and they were talking about how he was Australian. He's from, no, no, it says he's from Sneedville, Tennessee. Somebody, they were talking about him being from Australia. Uh, born, born to Tommy and Leslie Wallen on May 13th, 1993. Let me see here. Maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was somebody else, but there's a new guy. Somebody new. Oh, it was, um, sorry, Morgan Evans, not Morgan Wallen, Morgan Evans. And I'm yeah. surprised, I'm surprised that John left out, um, Olivia Newton-John in his list of, uh, Australian actors and actresses. Cause she was, I blame, huge. I blame that on Bing. On Bing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. About, she was huge. What about Mel she Gibson? Live. Oh, was. Yeah. yeah Mel Gibson. About... Um, uh, Thor. Oh yeah, yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. His brother. Um Liam. Liam, yep. Mel Gibson. Um Paul we need Morgan. we need some of Mel Gibson's famous quotes here. No, we do not. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, Australia's 
Australia's produced also a Sam lot Worthington. of Avatar. Yeah, okay. Australia's um, put out a lot of like. He's about the only actor I saw. Heath Ledger was Australian. Yep. I forgot about him. I'm trying to see, there's another one, another really big. Oh, I didn't know. Are you serious? Isla Fisher's Australian. Yeah. God bless Australia. Oh. She was in um was Wedding Crashers, uh Wedding Crashers and um uh she was the the affair in The Great Gatsby, the Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. um version of that. She was in over. a mm-hmm. TV show. Yeah. I think it was Neighbors. I didn't I didn't recognize her at first cuz when she got ran over she was all like beat up. Yeah, I didn't know Isla Fisher was um mm-hmm. was Australian. Uh, Vince, you missed last week's episode where uh, John touched on actually something that was greater than the uh, the Holden Ute or Ute, however you pronounce it. Ute. The Ute. The Utes are cool. There's you, there's a couple yep. of them over here. Um, but John uh, did his entire segment on um. Uh, God, what was it? Uh, um, I can't even think of what it was now. Great evening. GTHO Five. Yeah. Three. Yep. The Ford Falcon. Um, yeah. Australia's had a lot as much as we dog on them on on Aussies. They've got so much more better stuff than we do. Apart from gun laws. <laughs> Apart from gun laws, and we don't have emus running wild, see- but. Did you see that uh, US, UFC fighter that was down there? Who got yeah, we operated? talked about that a couple weeks ago. Oh, my God. He had the, uh, the, um... the range in the basement. Yep. Oh, yeah, yep. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, I like Poor John's bastard. segment. I like John's segment because I don't know a lot about Australia, so getting to learn a little bit about it is pretty I, cool. When I, when I was little, uh, I always wanted to go to Australia and we only had two books of the encyclopedia. One was A and the other one was B. And Australia was like the only section in, in that book that I ever read. So I, I always wanted to go to Australia. So I really Are things really that much more expensive there than here? Yeah. Like how much, like say how, how much would be a, like a, a cheeseburger be? Like if you were to go to a restaurant. Maccas. McDonald's, yeah. I I can't say I haven't been back home for Jesus. Maybe ten years. So what was but it when you were there? I think say a big Mac meal. I think it was seven or eight dollars, I think. Seven or eight dollars like ten years ago. Ten years ago, yeah, that yeah. would be that'd be I mean it checks out because it was probably what five dollars here. Yeah. Now, does Australia have its own, um, like its own currency, or does it run yeah. off of? No, what, we have what's... the Australian dollar. Yeah, I was okay. going to say they have the dollar too. So, shall I get into my segment? Yeah. So, sure. with some recent things that I've been going through recently uh the last two weeks i figured i would talk about taking care of your body 
because in a grid down, in an emergency, in a disaster, you're going to have to rely on yourself and your body to get you through these things. And things that I wanted to touch on are stuff that now not all of this stuff can be helped. Some of it is hereditary, but uh, some big ones would be like sciatica, uh, hernias, um, diabetes, uh, type 2, um, and high blood pressure. And I mean, there's lots of other stuff, but um, just taking care of your body and getting you avoiding some of this stuff because uh like i have i suffer from sciatica pretty bad especially the last two weeks because about three years ago i slipped a disc in my back and i haven't had surgery to have it corrected because well it's it's quite an evasive sur surgery as well and i don't want to do that either but um uh, so I'll be in instant pain, shooting, throbbing pain on my left side for no apparent reason other than maybe like I bent down wrong to pick up an envelope off the floor or off the ground and, and suddenly my back is thrown out and I'm incapacitated. Um, and it's quite avoidable. Uh, pretty much some of the easiest things that I can say is um, ways of preventing stuff is first off, know your, know your own limits. Um, and if you don't know your limits, uh, you know, take it easy. Use uh, lift smart, um, you know, bend at your knees. Don't bend. Don't lift with your back. Lift with your legs. Uh, use the strength in your legs. Use like existing tools, as they tell us at work, like hand trucks. Um, lift with your back and make sure you use short, jerking, twisting motions. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is the make sure. Way. Make sure to use the jerking motions. Those yeah, that is the best way to pick anything up. Best way. Best jerking, twisting motions gives you the most power. <laughs> quick, quick power, quick <laughs> power. <laughs> so, uh, uh, lift smart. Uh, another thing is before you're going to start doing anything physical, and this involves you know just if you do anything for work that's physical. I mean, what Chris does. Well, Dave just sits in front of the computer all day, so we know that he doesn't necessarily <laughs> necessarily need that. <laughs> or John, but stretching, stretching is a very big part part of starting your day. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I spend about twenty minutes now in the morning stretching before I even like get in the shower, and then uh, I spend probably another 20 minutes after a hot shower in the morning stretching and um but what do you get stretching uh it, it depends on it depends on i mean there's lots of universal stretches that you can do <laughs> uh 
there's lots of universal stretches that you can do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the stretching that I do is more geared towards uh, my uh, stretching out the nerve in my back, the muscles and stuff in my lower back and everything <coughs> from my physical therapist and stuff. Um, but yeah. stretching every morning is a good thing to do. Um, even if you don't have a physical, physic, physically exerting job, it does also help just to stretch out your muscles and everything because it can be the slightest little thing. Uh, uh, I mean, you guys all know that, uh, what, six, was it six months ago? Longer than that now. Whenever I had my hernia surgery and stuff, I was talking to uh, – some of the people in the surgical center and I had told them, oh, I think this is, this is what caused my hernia to begin with. And they're like, you know, you really can't tell. They're like 60, at least 60% of our hernia cases that come in are from sneezing. Have you tried not being old? <laughs> like, that one. I was have like, you just like simply woke up one morning and been like, you know what? I'm just not going to be old anymore. And then like miraculously saw that all of these issues went away. Dave, I know you're the youngest of all of us. <laughs> so you, you haven't gotten to this stage in your life, but oh, shit. <laughs> he's got about six more years, six more years, six more Bullshit. years. The gap, the, the 300 milligrams of gap of pen, I got to take three times a day tells me otherwise. Or, you know, once you turn 30 and you're just going, it's just going to start going downhill from there. It's just going to start going downhill. Uh, She's right. Amber just, she just ratted me out in the chat. He limps to the bathroom every morning. That's 100% true. (laughs) That's for a different reason, though. Yeah, testicular torsion. (laughs) Um. Other than stretching, stay hydrated with uh, lots of mm. water um, and, you know, throw in a Gatorade once in a while or something or an electrolyte once in a while. But don't also just go with just the electrolyte because that'll kill you. That'll dehydrate you and kill you just as fast as not drinking water. Um, yeah. <clears throat> eating Those- healthy. What? Those electrolyte tabs are pretty cheap too. Yeah, like you can get a whole big five hundred count box of them for yeah, but like eight bucks. Yeah, but you can overdose on electrolyte. Oh no, no, I'm saying like you know, take you know, you got a gallon of water. Take take yeah. two at the beginning when you're drinking your gallon, and yeah. maybe I, at I, the end of the day too. I have a friend at work that uh, he almost had to have his. I think it was I, I I think it was his kidneys were failing because on a really hot day all he would all he drank was Gatorade. Oof. Yeah, that should fuck you up. They ended up having to pull him off the route and he spent I think three weeks in the hospital. Yeah, it's because there's a sodium content to it. Yeah. Yeah. Once hey, your yeah, body sure. once your body leashes all the water out of it all the hydrating portion of it out. You're just left with salt. Yep. Yeah. You got to switch it up to beer every now and then. Yeah. And <laughs> as for, as for Amber's comment about uh, me limping to the bathroom every morning, it's basically cause she's, she doesn't know the anatomy of men. 
right? <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't understand that very clearly pee is stored in the balls. <laughs> so when you wake when you wake up in the morning, they're extra heavy and it's hard to walk. Yep. You, you gotta drag that, and once the older you get, the farther the the closer to the ground they hang. Yeah, they they start to sag a little bit. And if you drink a lot at night, I'm it sure adds more water to it. So because pee is stored in the balls, and this is this is scientific. So if you're listening to this, this is 100 This is fact. This is in every medical journal and anatomy book ever written. CDC is, confirmed that, that pee is stored in the balls. John has to carry his around with a wheelbarrow every morning. John's been married long enough. His wife's got him in her purse anyways. <laughs> well, he has to throw the purse into a wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> he can lug him around. <laughs> oh. uh, moving, moving on. Eat healthy. Um, I'm not going to tell you. Beggars, chips. I'm not going to tell you what to eat, but eat healthy. Um, uh, there, I mean, there's lots of diets out there and I don't endorse any single diet. Um, I will say, uh, avoid sugars and avoid, uh, excessively processed foods or processed foods as much as possible. High fructose corn syrup is, is toxic. So is soybeans. I once talked to a guy that lived to be 105 years old, and he said it's because he ate a pine cone every day. So you should do that. Do that definitely. Also, if you're a vegan, just shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that will save your life. Also, <laughs> um, uh, also just just regular exercising uh, will will help out quite a bit. Uh, and then I have down here avoid smoking. And excessive, <laughs> and excessive alcohol. <laughs> Shut up, pussy. Am I the only one drinking? <laughs> John's needed three cans just to get through the <laughs> um, And I do recommend if, if you have... If you ever have a chance, it is also available on audio book format, but uh, Ken Berry's Lies, My Doctor Told Me. Uh, if you have a ever have a chance to read that book, pick it up. Um, or if you have like Audible um, and like listening to audio books, just use a credit and, and listen to that book. Um, it is pretty eye-opening. Ken Barry is a certified doctor. He now has his own practice, um, but he's gotten more into nu nutrition. He was a general practitioner, and I think he's gotten more into nutrition just with his uh, carnivore dieting and everything. And after digging into lies that he was told in medical school, medical school, and and that he spread spread around to his patients until he realized why am i telling my patients to do this when i do this and at the time he was like 150 pounds overweight or something like that so speaking of lies that doctors tell you amber brought up a good point um vince who is a very trustworthy source um and you should listen 
to everything that he says. Uh, he does say that women can't get pregnant if they're on top because the gravity prevents the sperm yep. from making its way up into the, you know, all the way I, up to the egg. I've so, experienced that. I've tub. experienced that. Yep. So definitely. Doggy, doggy is no go. No go. Always, <laughs> always make sure she's on top and you never have to worry about having kids. Same thing with the hot tub. Sounds legit. Yep. Uh, Vince says that uh, what comes up must go down. You can thank Newton and his apple tree. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Thanks, Vince. I had water come out my nose. Well, it went up, so it had to come back down. Exactly. It's a perfect. Thank you for the. Thank you for the example, Luke. I appreciate that. Couldn't have been better. Spot on timing. Uh, do we got anything else in the comments or anything? Nope, that was about um, it. Um, he said cool. you can trust him. He is a member of the Church of Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't forget, tonight is the night that the government steals an hour of sleep from you. Is it? Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, that's tomorrow. Uh, it's tomorrow morning at 2 a.m. So yeah. tonight, tonight is the night the government steals an hour of sleep from you. Cunts. Yeah. So remember all that time you got to drive to work when it was light out? Yeah, it's not gonna happen tomorrow. I haven't driven in the I haven't driven home to or from home in the light since last summer. So (laughs) I don't work Sundays. Uh Vince uh, did or Vince does have a suggestion for the show. He says that we should turn John's camera upside down. Uh, we can't uh, do that. He's in the he's in the yeah. United States, um, so it can't be filmed upside down because he's yeah. the, he's the right way. <laughs> no. There you go. It's better now. It looks normal for everybody that's watching back home. You know, <laughs> I I just read something recently that um, I had no no idea about this, but John probably does uh, involving. Uh, you know, actors and actresses from uh, Australia. But when anything that was filmed in Australia is released to the United States, they actually have to cut out all the harnesses that hold (laughs) (laughs) to to the earth. I do have a legitimate question. And it's it's gonna sound like a joke and it's not. I've wondered this ever since the Simpsons episode where toilet Yes, do the toilets? Yes, it does. They do go in a different they direction. Do? Yes. Yeah. Southern That's amazing. Southern hemisphere. That's crazy. My mind is fucking blown. Yeah, I've wondered <laughs> if that was true. Because I've never been able to obviously test it to see. I've never been south of the equator, so I I I, I wouldn't know that. It was like a a shock for John, probably the first time he used the toilet in the U.S. Like, what's going on? It's coming up. (laughs) I won't get totally disgusting, but the motel I stayed in when I first came to America to visit the then girlfriend, now wife, the water in the bowl was that far from the top. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh no. 
Yeah, I just never, I've, I've never been south of the equator to be able to test it. So I didn't know if that was like actually true or if that was yeah. just like a, a myth. No, it is. I don't awesome. know why, but it's true. Huh. I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can get a friend to video it. Video. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I want to see that. I want to see it go this way. Wait. 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 We wait, should do what, what Bart did. Collect call people in Australia. <laughs> asking. <laughs> Is there such a thing as collect calls anymore? I didn't think that that was actually a thing anymore. I, I don't know. Everybody has one of these damn things nowadays. and I'll have to send you the video that I've got. Even, um, even the pores get free ones nowadays. So I'll, I'll have to send you the video I've got. It's just, I found it on iFunny. It's um, this girl is talking. She's in her car and she's like, I have an idea. She's like, a phone. That is for the family to use that stays in the house. And she's probably dead serious, <laughs> isn't she? She's dead serious. We're getting to a point now where young people don't know what a house phone is. Yep. What do they think the things in the wall? Had a read and then a lock and a log clock. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember I'm I'm still old enough to remember fire phones. Um, you guys do you guys remember fire phones? Fire phones. Sounds fire phones. familiar, but I'm trying John, to... you may not have had them back in or back in Australia. But in the United States, um, there was a time when people would have phones in their house, and this was mostly in like rural and farming communities that went directly to the fire department. They didn't because there were nine one one dispatching centers. So they went directly to the fire department. Sometimes um, in in the cities, in the more like urbanized areas, they were on telephone poles where you would go and you would pull it down and it would automatically connect you to somebody at the fire department and you would tell them where the fire was, the address and everything. (laughs) And my grandmother still had one on her wall that was still connected to the local fire department. She could use it to make other calls. She had it retrofitted, but... um, you could pick it up and hit a button and it would connect her directly to the local fire department. Interesting. I I'm sure that Dave doesn't remember this, but Chris, do you remember this when you could make local calls by just punching in five digits, five digits, five digits, just punch in the the last digit of the exchange. And then the, no, that was before. Last, that was before me. Four digits of the number. Uh, I, I, I mean, I was probably alive during this time, because yeah, yeah you were you know, because I. I just never did that. I would always dial the seven digits. I was I was probably alive, but I was too young to make phone calls. Yeah, yeah, because I I remember still doing this in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, yeah, I, I, it probably was just something that I was. Aware of. And my fiance is currently looking up retirement homes on a laptop for me. <laughs> uh, I hope she picks a nice one that has golf on the weekends and bingo better be at 3 p.m. Because if I miss supper at four, I'm going to slap an orderly. I found where I want to retire last week. We went down to Longboat Key. Oh, my God. It was amazing. No. No, hey, you're you're gonna be down you're, here, right? 
you're gonna go yeah in june okay. you're gonna go to the crooked retirement home that we saw in 60 minutes yeah uh the one in says that, you mean vin said that uh, they're sending me to a farm old man <laughs> i hope it's nice no i hope since, uh... I hope they have banana pudding and hot roast beef sandwiches. So since things didn't um, pan out the way it was initially planned, uh, we ended up going down to Florida. Oh, nice. Um, to Longboat Key, which is right off of Sarasota. That's right. You are an old man now. Yeah. Speaking of which, happy yeah. birthday. I'm happy glad you birthday. made it on. And I'm, I'm sorry I couldn't. Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't make it work, man. Shit happens, man. I get it. I, I was I was I was really kind of let down that I couldn't do it. it. Happens. I get it. We were trying to talk John into buying a really old, awesome car and just visit everybody with it, including you. Yeah, so, but he doesn't if have I win Powerball, I will. He doesn't have he doesn't have the three point five million dollars to buy it. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't cost me that much. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I don't got anything else. Uh do we got anything else, Vince? No, last thing you said was that they were sending me to a farm. Ah, fair enough. Oh, I got this. Uh, oh, breacher. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Um you got a grenade one too. Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> Uh, until next week, um, make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher of choice because we're not always on live stream, but we are almost always on audio podcast. Anyways, um, <laughs> when we actually do a podcast, uh, <clears throat> fountain.fm is my uh, app of choice that I recommend for that. And then also... Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, MeWe. What else are we on? Yeah, I'm part of still. Discord. Everything. <laughs> Except for Facebook. So. No, I don't think we're still on Parler. If we are, nobody uses it. Is, well, is that I'm, thing even still around? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm on there, but I hardly ever. Because I, I think the actual link on our website is my Parler account, but... Um, <laughs> And we're not on Gab, I don't think. No. Fuck is Gab. Um uh Nazi right wing extremist. No place that I have any interest in being. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've I've heard that it's it's sort of like a clone of Facebook, so but huh. never heard of it. Anyway, uh until next week, this is Luke. I'm Dave. I'm John. And keep your powder dry. Thank you, everyone. Not all.